The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonhalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter for the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you've got, yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. Get your money mind right. Today's show is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook, download it, unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash freebook, and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks for stopping by. We are so glad to have you. I'm Heather Wagonhalls, flanked by my producer extraordinaire, Michael Terry. <laughs> I don't know. Where the maestro of moolah? Where did it go? Must have gone back in the drawer. Uh, oh well, he's here too. Apparently not prepared for today's show. And we will help you get your money mind right on today's show with the following great features. First off, our key almost done. Practicing the three R's. Reading, writing, and arithmetic are not them. <laughs> <laughs> Caught you swallowing that's, now. That's what I would have said. Yeah, no, we got a different set of three hours. Review, revise, and recommit. We're going to learn about that today. Our moolah word of the day, I don't know why Ms. Kathy keeps picking them, or you don't hang up the phone, but uh, <laughs> I have no idea why uh, uh, Carrie keeps picking credit stuff, but apparently credit's really important to her this season, so that's our moolah word of the day has to do with credit. Our moneyism is another presidential quote that we're going to dissect. Uh, this is uh, from our third president, Mr. Jefferson. Uh, that Tommy will... Boy. Pardon me? Tommy boy. Tommy boy. <laughs> Fat guy in little coat. <laughs> Here. Housekeeping? Go away! <laughs> you want me to fluff your pillow? <laughs> oh wow, you know the whole script. I know, you know. I just I get I get good like that. Some guy was quoting Fletch the other day, and he totally mangled it. And I just wanted to punch him out and say no, it's not it. But I just sit there and go. And Fred looked at me like I know that's not how it goes, and I just had to <laughs> had to be like woo. Yay. So, uh, yeah, so we got the fat guy in a little coat coming up for our moneyism, uh, which will lead to avoiding uh, behaviorisms uh, if we're not careful. So uh, that is your little carrot on the stick. That's your tease, if you will. And uh, minutes on your money. How about changing your money attitude? Four ways that we can do that. We're going to talk about that today. Uh, trivia question always based on a previous show and that would be forget the perfection principle and our guest today author of 99% inspiration Brian Mattimore will be stopping by to share his wisdom and innovation as always, we will talk about your money, your credit, and how to get ahead in any economy. We will also show you how to manage your money easier, saving time and reducing stress using these proven techniques for you to create unlimited wealth and happiness. 
Now, Insiders Club members are entered automatically in weekly giveaways, and good for them, right? You're like, so what about me? Well... If you would like to compete for great money management tools for free, all you have to do is answer this week's trivia question correctly. And we always base it on a previous show. So last week, we talked about forget the perfection principle. And we talked about finding the blank in the message. Do you remember that? When we we were talking about mistakes and there's a blank in the message that we want to look for when we move forward so we don't carry the guilt or whatever. Understand what happened, why it happened, so we can learn to forgive and and let go so we can move forward. Because if we're constantly looking over our shoulder at the past, we're going to walk right past our future. We won't even see it because Mm -hmm. we're not looking at it. Do you remember that now? Still no? (laughs) All right. Well, you probably know the answer and you're like... Maestro of Moolah. Who Forget is he? About it. Yeah, he's nuts. <laughs> I know the answer. Well, you can win one of three ways. You can call in, chat in, or email in to win. If you'd like to call in, all you have to do is dial 1 866 966 9420. That's 1 866 966 9420 and leave your potential right answer and contact information. Please. Please. I mean, unless you just want to like play for the sake of answering and, and not getting your prize because we had a winner and no way to get them their stuff. So it's kind of a bummer. So all you have to do is call in and leave that information. If you are listening live from the website, hop in our chat room. Hi, I'm here. Come visit. Or if you were listening from syndication or a podcast or a previous show and think you might have the potential right answer, all you have to do is send us an email to trivia at UYWradio.com. That's trivia at UYWradio.com. Good luck on this week's question. Hope you do better than me. <laughs> yes, please. Um, yeah, we're having um, a, a contest for the replacement of the Maestro <laughs> of Moolah. Yeah. Also, if you'd like to submit your resume. <laughs> Oops, just kidding. April Fools. I take it well. In December, April Fools. If you have no idea what the answer is, you can still walk away a winner. Everyone can in Unlock Your Wealth Radio Nation. As a matter of fact, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Oh my gosh, I just got a new badge. It was called The Closer. And that means that you listen to a book from start to finish in one swoop. Wow. You know, and I've done like a book in a day. But like sometimes I hit pause and then I want to rewind it, make sure I understood it, especially because yeah. I like all these murder mysteries or if I'm listening to nonfiction. But there was a short enough book. You know, the guy that wrote the book, Go the F to Sleep. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was great. It was great. The audio book was uh, uh, narrated by Samuel Jackson, the guy on, wow. on the, the sure. credit card commercials. Sure. So they have a second book and in it, it, it's Will You Effing Eat? And it's and, and it's it's like written like a kid's book and it's got like rhymes and stuff, but it's it's meant for adults. <laughs> and it's about the plight of trying to feed your kids and what a pain in the ass they oh, can be, okay. that sort of stuff. So it's about eating disorders. Yeah. No, the first one was about, you know, getting your kids to go to bed and how annoying it is yeah. and all the little, little quirky things. And so this one's by the breaking bad guy. Oh. He narrates this book. And cool. it's 
It's hysterical. What's his name? I forget his name. Uh, I'd have to look it up. I'll yeah. look it up on the commercial break and then yeah. I'll tell you. But it's an awesome. It's a it's, it's a great book. So I finally got the closer badge. Woo! So I wonder how much longer, like, like if I have to do more successive books to get like the different, cause you know, you go through the gradations, you know, you get like the first ring, mm-hmm. like you get the badge and then you can go to like, like gold, silver, bronze, platinum, diamond. It's like being an AA. <laughs> Except better. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> Except better. <laughs> But yeah, so I earned the closer badge. I I earned Mount Everest on the Arnold Schwarzenegger bio. And oh my gosh, so that's going to be put on the new reading list for next week, by the way, for Become a Voracious Reader. Because uh, unbeknownst to me, as I read the book, I found out that he actually practiced and built his wealth with the same real estate strategy that we teach here. Who knew? Great. I know. I was so stoked. And I'm all, see, it works. Third-party yeah. verification. Not to mention all of our previous customers and students. Because he can still speak it now better? <laughs> no, I'll it, be back. He's an amazing bio. His, his bio is called Total Recall. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's a good bio. I've always liked it. I thought, just think he's a oh, I know. tremendous guy. I mean, his comedic, his comedic timing is fantastic. I mean, he's just. He's one of those guys. You know? That whole world. I mean, you learn so much about the bodybuilding world. And I used to be in it because I was a trainer and stuff. And I got to, um, uh, I used to be on the billboards for a local gym here. Yeah. And I got to meet Lou Ferrigno. I got to work out with Lou Ferrigno. And that was like so way exciting. Wow. There was a huge rivalry between the two of them. And I didn't even know this, but like his, one of his best friends from Europe was Franco Colombo. And, and he got, he talked to Joe Weider into bringing him over here Yeah, and having him be a sponsor guy. And he's like a chiropractor. Like, can you imagine a big muscle bound guy? <laughs> I wanted to crack your back. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Anyway, so I digress. How about some minutes on your money? You want to change your money attitude? I mean, I don't, but I got a good attitude. Yeah. Okay, well, but you never know. One yeah. of these might might be helpful uh, to I'm you. I'm open minded. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just like stay open. You know, a mind is like a parachute. Yeah. It only works when it's open. I like that. <laughs> Who came up with that? Uh, Tom Hopkins. Yeah. Tom Hopkins. Back in the day, way back in the day. Great. I remember. That's good. My first workshop with him. Okay, so uh, this was released on News One. An estimated 42% of African American households use credit for basic expenses. Like rent, groceries, utilities. Hmm. Not good. This is according to the challenge of credit card debt for the African-American middle class. It's a report released last year by the NAACP. Moreover, 99% of blacks who started a new business did it using credit. And they are struggling to pay off those expenses compared to just 80% of whites, the reports say. So it's not like everybody's 
behaving and, and the blacks aren't. Because, you know, 99% of blacks starting businesses are using credit and 80% of whites are. So that doesn't, that, <laughs> that yeah. doesn't necessarily bode well. Yeah. Only 21% of the people were <laughs> yeah. based on skin color have their act together to start a business. So, so that notwithstanding, the good news is that it's never too late to overhaul your financial situation. And so most African-Americans go through their lives in the consumer lane. But if you are always in the consumer lane, how will you grow your money or get it to work for you? The first thing you have to do is to begin by changing your attitude towards money. And we're going to talk about that in our in today's moneyism too, because of what it does to the money dramas that you have later on in life. So here are some ways to make your money work for you. So first, instead of a monologue, you know what a monologue is, right? Sure. Okay, so instead of a monologue, examine your money log. All right, review your inner dialogue about money, how you think, believe, and speak about it to yourself. Eliminate words that reflect lack or loss. Examine if your financial behaviors lean toward asset or liability accumulation and make a change. Uh, The next thing is make saving you know, like the accumulation, saving, culturally cool. Examine your family's culture as it relates to money management. Move the healthy and empowering discussion of personal finance front and center in family life and make it a goal-setting team activity. Hmm. You know, it reminds me of one of my favorite quotes I say all the time. What you think about, you bring about. So if you're freaking about about credit card debt Mm -hmm. and all you think about is your credit card debt and how deep you are, guess what? It's going to expand. But if you think about your success as a savvy saver and investor, guess what? Mm -hmm. That's going to expand too. Pretty nifty how that works. The brain is so powerful. Uh, Third, pay yourself first. Seriously, this starts from Richest Man in Babylon. You have to be paid first. And if you think about it, you know, one of the things that I talk about when we, when, uh, and then this is going to be in the new Keys to Riches Duet too, is, you know, the curmudgeon, you know, he wants to keep us safe and he wants to, you know, he only does what he has to do, right? Because he's more motivated by pain than he is pleasure, you know, and being, not being in pain is pleasurable in the brain. And so as we think about that, what we need to think about is to outfox the curmudgeon, if you will, is we have to think in terms of how, how do we outfox him? So we are not like, oh, happy, happy, pay me. No, we need to be like that asshole bill collector, my future is who's coming after me. And so then if you think of it more like a bill and, you know, and then just, you know, assign it to a third party collection company called my future (laughs) and make that your first payment. That's your first creditor. It needs to be you. President of my future Inc. And and you owe them. (laughs) I like that. So that's what we got to do is we got to fake ourselves out. Uh, so pay yourself first, examine whether you believe that your life is worth saving for and that you alone have an emergency fund for when life happens or encounter hardship. That fund should cover at least four months worth of expenses. And the reason why is you got to get to disability. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, because it'll take that long for workers comp or disability to kick in. 
And so that's the, everybody says, you know, you know, six months, a year, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Jennifer said a year. Right. And, and ideally that would be great. Yeah. But, you know, the journey of a thousand steps starts with one. Or the journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step. Or I don't know yeah. what the proverb yeah. is. And you'd want to have, you know, you, you don't want to have that money tied up either. You want to have that invested, right? If, you, if you've got 50000 set aside to get you through a year, you, you don't want that just sitting there. Right. But you don't want it in an illiquid investment. Right. You want it in some kind of liquid. Right. So an interest bearing account, but it doesn't like you're not trying to crush it with double digit returns. Right. You know, so it could be a money market account. It could be short term CDs, CDs yeah. you know, yeah. things like that. That could really make the difference for you. And then, you know, I would have the first whatever your deductibles are in the bank. So, like, your health deductible, your, med your deductible. car deductible, your yeah. housing deductible. Like, you know, somebody, heaven forbid, drives a, like, puts the car in the wrong direction and backs through their garage yeah. into your house or something. You know, you want to make sure that you have that minimum deductible set aside because they're only going to give you a check for the difference. <laughs> you know, so, and, and, and your contractor is probably not going to like that or whoever's fixing whatever it is for you. Right. So you want to make sure that you have that much in just, you know, sitting in a checking account. It's a lot smaller number than the total amount. Yeah. And remember, expenses is not monthly income because monthly income also includes taxes and stuff. And obviously, you don't need to set aside for that because you're not paying those twice. Right. So, and then finally, watch your credit. Your credit report should be your best seller when we talk about this money log monologue. Your uh, review it for errors, including names, addresses, incorrect claims, and violations of statute of limitations. Hmm. You know, because those are different for different states. Like for Arizona, a bill becomes uncollectible after four years. Really? Yes. Nice. And so they can't keep coming after you after that. Uh, so to learn more of these all you have to do is visit unlockyourwealthradio.com and you can click on the full article where we have like 10 ways to change your money attitudes. Uh, we have so much coming up on today's show. We've got our moneyism, our moolah word. We've got the darkness setting in and we also have our 99% guest coming up. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. We'll be right back after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt again like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on Fort Myers Beach Radio for your morning cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com. 
engine passengers. Please fasten your seatbelts as we are in for some turbulent weather ahead. Bill Thomason is the Valley's premier business coach. Bill can help you ride out the turbulence your business may encounter. Bill Thomason is the America's premier executive coach and strategist. Bill can help you create the life you will love living. Over more than a quarter century, Bill has helped thousands of people just like you to achieve success beyond what they had imagined. Now is the best time you will ever have to decide what you want and to take powerful action toward achieving the outcomes you desire in your life. Bill has studied the success patterns of the highly successful people and he has provided coaching and training programs to small business people and to top Fortune 500 executives across the U.S. and Canada. Now you can benefit from Bill's experience. If you are like most people, you may just need the professional encouragement a coach can give and a real plan for creating the outcomes you say you want in life. Call Bill now, 602-321-7192 to schedule executive coaching sessions. Thank you for flying NLP Skills Training Institute. Work all day, stress all night, take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your maven of moolah, Heather Wagon Halls, here with your maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Thank you, thank you. Where's the conductor stick? Oh, that's right. I got to find it. While you're while you're uh, introducing the uh, the guest, I'll find it. Okay. All right. That sounds good. So uh, we are here to give you your moolah word of the day. And it's a phrase this week. And it's a credit report. And a credit report is a detailed report of your credit history prepared by a credit bureau and used by a lender in determining a loan applicant's credit worthiness. Items included on your credit report is personal data, like name, age, gender, date of birth, etc. Summary of your credit history and detailed account information as well as a log of inquiries into your at your credit history. It has details of any accounts that have been turned over to credit agencies. It also has any legal issues like liens, judgments, charge-offs, etc. And it also has information on it on how to dispute any of that information. And we have a great Help With Money series uh, program on credit. And if you just visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com, you can reference that time and credit saving pamphlet. So uh, that's it for the... There we go. Now we're getting this show orchestrated. (laughs) Okay, so as we orchestrate our next guest, I'm so excited because uh, we have Brian Mattimore joining us. Um, He has a company called Growth Engine, and it's a 15-year-old innovation agency based in Norwalk, Connecticut. Have you been there? Aren't you Mr. Connecticut? Well, I, you know, I grew up next to, right next to Norwalk. I spent okay. a lot of time in Norwalk, but I don't remember where that is. Okay. Uh, well, he works with large companies to help them create new products and services, solve difficult marketing challenges, and teach employees how to be more creative. Isn't that interesting? Uh, he is uh, a facilitator of ideation, which is a form of brainstorming and he's been moderating focus groups for over a quarter century. He is also author of 99% Inspiration and Idea Stormers How to Lead and Inspire Creative Breakthroughs and it's by like those textbook people, Wiley, Jossie Bass 
So that could be interesting. Yeah, those are like textbook people. I know that because I've returned to college after 500 years of not attending. Yes, I am a vampire. I do have Romanian inside me somewhere. Anyway, so let's welcome Brian Mattimore. Brian, welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Thanks so much for stopping by and being a part of our show today. What a great idea to have an idea guy on the show. <laughs> well, thank you, Heather. I, on my website, I call myself the um, Brian Mattimore President and Chief Idea Guy of Growth Engine. So, so thank you for that. Yeah, you're our first idea guy that's on the show. So can you talk about the value or the role of of brainstorming, ideation, and that creative flow to either start or jumpstart a stagnating business process, service, or product. What's the role of your ideation and your brainstorming? Well, we, um, and, and, and you're right to, to use both those terms, brainstorming and ideation. Everybody kind of knows it as brainstorming. The term ideation is a newer one. It's, it's the one that's evolved to uh, sort of describe the now literally hundreds of different ways people can get new ideas. Since brainstorming was invented in the late, late 30s, uh, since then there have been all these techniques, group and individual techniques to help people get ideas, and those are all called ideation techniques. Um, to answer to your question, I mean, we our, our clients, both large and small, call us in to help them get new ideas. It could be for new products, new businesses, positioning, cost-cutting strategy, uh, process improvements. It could be anything. And so the point is that, you know, all of these things start with a new idea, uh, hopefully a big idea at some point, but a lot of bad ideas as well. But but the, the whole idea is that to, to move forward, to move with the times, to be uh, sort of aligned with uh, trends and all those kind of things, you constantly have to be coming up with new ideas. And, you know, stocks are often valued, as you well know, based on uh, the ideas they might have in the pipeline, uh, the things they're, they're about to launch. So, um, you know, on a wealth-building show, my, my view is that, A, companies have to be uh, coming up with ideas all the time, and, and so do individuals and employees of companies, because that's the way uh, you compete and win. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I think about uh, a phrase that my husband says all the time about ideas, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a new idea. He said, the guy that invented the paperclip made a lot of money, but the guy that invented cutting those serrated edges to make him grip better made even more. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we say to our clients that, you know, ideas are cheap. I mean, it's not necessarily that easy to come up with ideas, but, but, you know, there are so many people that have a lot of ideas and never go do them. And so the, the bigger part is, is beyond ideation and it's really innovation. How do you bring those ideas to market successfully? Our point, and, and I mentioned this in the book, and I, I harped on it actually quite a bit in the book Idea Stormers I wrote, it's you can use these ideation and creative processes not only for, quote, getting the big idea, but then making that idea happen, making it successful. Because, frankly, there is many or more challenges in the creation and manifestation of, of an idea as there are as the original eureka moment. And, and so it's important to know these processes um, for uh, sort of down the road, if you will, for succeeding to being creative about how you get things to, something to happen. That could be creative sales strategies, creative distribution, way beyond the original idea. 
Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that you know companies, both large and small, bring you in to help with that. And is that because leadership has its own challenges or is there something mystical about the creative process that a traditional leader can't do? Or is that the mark of a great leader to understand that he should bring in somebody that specializes in brainstorming and ideation? Well, you know, we're hired by a lot of large companies, but one of the reasons I wrote the book Idea Stormers is because these techniques and processes that we're asked to uh, facilitate uh, for companies, and I'm sp- thinking specifically now of the ideation or brainstorming techniques, um, these are not rocket science. These are pretty easy to learn, frankly, and they're probably... 30 of them in the book to tell you how to do it. They're not that hard to learn. The challenge is that uh, most senior leaders, um, A, A, may not know about those techniques, that they even exist, um, or B, may not feel confident facilitating them. And so that's why it's sometimes useful to have an outsider come in. That being said, you know, if you're a solo guy, a small company guy, you could you could get my book and use it. And, and it's it's not quite a recipe, but but you can do this stuff uh, just by reading the book. So you don't necessarily have to hire us to bring us in. Um, you can just, you know, do the techniques yourself. And frankly, even if you do them poorly, it's going to be better than saying, you know, got any more ideas, which is how inexperienced facilitators <laughs> facilitate, right? So um, what, what is a facilitating know. leader? Let, let, let's define that then. Well, that, gee, that's a great question because to me, um, if ideas are important uh, for the future of the company, it's important for a leader to recognize that. And as a facilitating leader, they have to know that they don't have all the ideas. And, and in my opinion, one of the most undervalued resources in all of America and the world, uh, probably the most undervalued resource, is the creativity and intelligence and insights of the employees. And so a facilitating leader has to be someone who recognizes that and is constantly um, using uh, and encouraging his coworkers to come up with new ideas. And I do think that's going to be a very, very important thing. And that I think will be a trend, if you will, that leaders will be trained in these processes and, 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 and know how to use them so they can encourage their coworkers to come up with new ideas. Now, you mentioned a bit ago about you know, being able to generate a ton of great ideas, but not take action on them. What kinds of other business building challenges uh, can you use with your process um, to overcome? Well, you know, uh, certainly one of the most, uh, you know, close to home, if you will, is sales. You know, how do we, how do we get new markets? How do we get new clients? And all of the, many of the processes in, in, in the book, Idea Stormers, will, will help you come up with ideas on how to get new clients, for instance, and, and to come up with new sales strategies. Obviously, I mean, the obvious use of these ideation techniques are for advertising, positioning, and new product ideas. But the whole point here is that you can also use them to come up with, for instance, sales ideas. I'll, I'll give you a very quick example example, we worked with a, uh, an insurance company, and we used a technique called the problem redefinition technique, and they they were very rigorous about how they used this technique, and they spent literally months doing um, ongoing ideation. They wrote me a letter a year later and said, well, we had a 52% increase in sales uh, by using this one technique, and so, you know, that was a good example of, of applying this stuff not only just to new products, but to, for instance, sales. 
Wow, and that's better than half, 52%. That's yeah, a, that's pretty a, good. Yeah, that that's no <laughs> shake a stick at that kind of, because uh, that means every other time they used it, it worked. So that's that's pretty awesome numbers. You know, uh, we are coming up against a, a brief meeting with our sponsors, but when we get back, I want to talk to you specifically about some techniques that you can share with our listeners to help them create and implement that new breakthrough idea. You are listening to Brian Matamore on Unlock Your Wealth Radio, our chief idea guy. We'll be right back with more after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Heather Wagonall's here from crackingyourmoneycode.com. Tune in to my Unlock Your Wealth update for your daily cup of money motivation. Weekdays at 12.25 during the Midday News Report on Corey's Hometown Radio, 1370 AM, WWCB. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts as we are in for some turbulent weather ahead. Bill Thomason is the Valley's premier business coach. Bill can help you ride out the turbulence your business may encounter. Bill Thomason is the America's premier executive coach and strategist. Bill can help you create the life you will love living. Over more than a quarter century, Bill has helped thousands of people just like you to achieve success beyond what they had imagined. Now is the best time you will ever have to decide what you want and to take powerful action toward achieving the outcomes you desire in your life. Bill has studied the success patterns of the highly successful people, and he has provided coaching and training programs to small business people and to top Fortune 500 executives across the U.S. and Canada. Now you can benefit from Bill's experience. If you are like most people, you may just need the professional encouragement a coach can give and a real plan for creating the outcomes you say you want in life. Call Bill now, 602-321-7192 to schedule executive coaching sessions. Thank you for flying NLP Skills Training Institute. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagon Halls here. And joining me, I have a chief idea guy. He is an author and so much more, facilitator extraordinaire. We have Brian Mattimore joining us, author of Idea Stormers, How to Lead and Inspire Creative Breakthroughs, as well as author of 99% Inspiration. Brian, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you, Heather. It's good to be here. Now, before the break, we've been talking kind of figuratively about the importance of ideation and brainstorming. And do you have some simple techniques that you could share with our listeners to help them generate that new breakthrough idea and then maybe take that to that next level of of implementation? 
Well, I do. I, you know, we could spend several hours talking about this, but <laughs> I'll just I'll just pick one or two. Okay. Um, one of the most surprising ones, and it seems kind of crazy and frivolous. It's a technique we call the worst idea technique, and and what you do is you have your team uh, come up with not good ideas, but stupid, awful, ridiculous, terrible ideas, and these could be, you know, uh, they could be. I hate to say it, but sexually inappropriate, you know, just really, really <laughs> bad ideas, that's right? Terrible ideas. Yeah, that's us. Inappropriate's our middle name. <laughs> they, our outtakes are probably more exciting than some of the show interviews. <laughs> Well, you always, you know, people always go there. But you, the whole idea is you get really bad ideas, a whole bunch of them, you know, 20 or 30 bad ideas. Then what you do is you go back and you say, okay, two strategies for turning a bad idea into a good idea. Do the opposite, of course, but that's not always that interesting. The more interesting strategy is to say, as bad as this idea is, can I somehow turn it into a good idea? And this sounds kind of like a crazy technique, but first of all, it's a lot of fun. It takes pressure off people, right? Because, you know, if you say your idea is not bad enough, nobody takes offense at that, right? Right, exactly. and it gets them thinking in a very different way. And when we've analyzed the results of our sessions, because we're we've done over a thousand ideation sessions, this worst idea technique it doesn't generate the most ideas, but it tends to be very uh, valuable in terms of the quality of ideas generated. Um, you know, a, a quick example: we did this with a, a, a large information services company. The worst idea was give away the information. That was the worst possible idea for them because they charged for information. That led to the ideas and. Instead of giving away all the information, give away parts of the information, and that'll lead to new businesses. And that actually created a multi-million dollar division for them by rethinking how they uh, they marketed their information. And wow, that came like a directly teaser. from the worst idea, directly from the worst idea technique. Yeah, as I'm thinking about it now, because you know you 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 would. You know, you're coming to this meeting. You're like, oh my gosh, I have to have a good idea. I can't think of any good ideas. And you've got pressure to like be the guy that has the perfect idea or the winning idea. And you just totally take that off the table. And then everybody's trying to be ridiculous and silly can almost, I I mean, I can really see how that taking that pressure to perform to be the best, you know, you're you're probably already with a self-esteem issue saying, all right, well, my ideas aren't good enough, but let me just share my dumb ideas. Yeah, let's go with that. Your ideas aren't good enough. (laughs) They're (laughs) terrible. Good. That's good for the worst idea technique. (laughs) Yeah. And so I I could see how that just, you know, that almost reverse psychology would probably be be beneficial. So that's pretty awesome. Now, you know, what if I'm just, you know, what if I'm a traditional employer and and I don't really understand this, but I say, okay, at my next sales meeting, I'm going to say, okay, folks, we're going to take and we want everybody to contribute new ideas. And so you can do it anonymously so you don't have to feel feel bad if you have a crappy idea we're going to do a suggestion box why why do you say or think that suggestion boxes are bad for new ideas yeah, they're they're terrible. <laughs> there are some exceptions, but you know, Toyota, Dart Industries, Frito Lay, etc. But generally, they're terrible. And the reason they're terrible is two reasons. One, people put their ideas into this black hole, right? 
And, it, 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 and if the company doesn't follow up, it kind of disappears. The bigger challenge is people don't have a chance to build on those ideas, right? Because ideas, you know, a big part of it is they need, they need nurturing and they need other people to develop and build on them. And so we, we took that and, and we, for one of our clients, and this now we've done it with a lot of our clients, it's, it's a way to do kind of an interactive suggestion box. We, we call it the whiteboard technique. People get a whiteboard, they put an issue in the middle of it in the board, and they get people to put ideas down almost graffiti-like over, say, a seven-day period. And you would be amazed how many, peop- how many ideas you get. By the way, if you find graffiti or swear words on the board itself, you have bigger issues in getting ideas or cultural, <laughs> <laughs> cultural issues then, you know, if they're saying to the hell with the boss and that kind of stuff. But, but it's a wonderful way to get a lot, a lot of ideas and soak time over time. You get uh, from different people, and people get to build on each other's ideas. And then after a week or two weeks, you change it and put another idea, uh, another challenge on there. So it's a very simple and easy way to get a whole bunch of new ideas for your organization. Yeah, it's almost like it's a group mind map. Yes, yes it is. And you should do it sort of in a mind map format in a way. So it's it's very random. It, it should not feel like uh, a linear uh, PowerPoint presentation. It's just sort of a, a, a graffiti-like, mind-mappy, uh, very random thing on this board that occurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you can maybe take and draw links to connect to other people's ideas to your own. And, and, and I think that that sounds like a really neat idea, and I would have never thought of group mind mapping, you know, because I'm a big mind mapper myself. I put whatever my problem is in the middle and then I just start like letting it go. And then I chain things together as it starts to come together. The more I put on the paper, the more it starts to come together. But but I would never have thought of doing uh, a group mind map with a whiteboard technique. I think that's a really great idea because, you know, somebody might have a good idea, but it's not complete. You know, somebody else says, oh, they might not have had that idea, but they know how to take it to the next level. I think that's a great technique. It, it is. And the other thing you find is that you personally, if you put that up there, you're going to look at that whiteboard on day six or day seven, and all of a sudden you're going to have a eureka moment where you connect something on the bottom left to the top right because your brain has been working on this without even thinking about it. That soak time thing, right? right. And you're going to be making connections and finding patterns because all this stuff is up there that you didn't even know you were thinking about. Yeah. So it can be very powerful for that as well. So, you know, I'd like to circle back to this because, you know, all ideas have to have somebody buy them at the end. And you mentioned something about selling earlier, and I kind of want to circle back to that. So, you know, I have been a sales trainer. I have friends that are sales trainer. And for the most part, the sales process or the selling cycle doesn't change much. How can ideation or, or the application of these techniques help in that sales process? Well, one, uh, there are a lot of, you know, there are tons and tons of ways to do that. But one of the things um, is that uh, we have had some clients involve prospective uh, customers, if you will, in ideation sessions. Uh, there, I could give you a lot of specificity on that, but just generally, um, we we have done joint um, uh, brainstorming sessions between uh, uh, manufacturers and customers. And 
and, and sort of, what do you want? What do you wish for? How about what if? What? And when, when groups of people generate ideas together, number one, it builds a relationship, a very strong relationship. And what you find is that the people that you're trying to get to buy these ideas start to take ownership of them and are much more, more likely to do thing, something because they actually may have even created the idea. And so, uh, you know, we've done this between packaged goods and uh, marketers and, uh, you know, Target and Walmart and CVS and different uh, customers, for instance. It's a very powerful technique for not only getting great ideas, but also kind of, in a way, pre-selling those ideas in. Yeah, that sounds so awesome. I can just see how uh, a customer could become a raving fan instantly if you incorporate part or all of their idea on how to sell them. And I mean, that's the I think that's the ideal scenario. Ask the customer how he wants to be sold on your product. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And and you're not also wasting time coming up with all these ideas that they don't want. You're you're creating ideas that they really want. So yeah. it, it saves time for everybody, frankly. Uh, that that that's a cool way to apply this technique. Now, so let's talk a little bit about your book here but in uh, our final moments. So what makes your Idea Stormers book different from other creativity or inspiration books on the market? Why would I want to buy yours? Ah, well, thank you for that. It's like you're throwing up the softball for me here, so hopefully I can hit it out. Yeah, it's. Um, I wrote the book because there is no book on the market that talks about First of all, these techniques, but specifically how to apply these techniques for specific challenges. So behind that, you would use, for instance, mind mapping for a cost-cutting session, whereas you might use semantic intuition technique for a new product development challenge, and you might use a technique called headliner um, or idea fisher idea hooks for a positioning challenge, and on and on and on. Because we have had we have managed over 200 successful innovation projects and facilitate over a thousand sessions and 500 focus groups and ethnographies, we kind of know from empirical evidence and experience which techniques will work against different challenges. And no one had written a book about that. And so that's why I wrote that book. And also to share it with smaller and medium-sized companies who haven't been able to afford our fees sometimes uh, or just don't have the time and, and, and want to you know, benefit from the work that we've done in the last 20 years. Well, that's awesome. If folks want to get your book or they want to visit your website, participate in a workshop, or have you come out and do one for them, how do folks get a hold of you? Well, we're we're in Norwalk, Connecticut. The, the company is called the Growth Engine Company. Um, our website is www.growth-engine.com. I mean, they could even call me. My number, you know, is 203-857-4494. Again, we're in Norwalk, Connecticut. And, you know, the book is available, you know, on Amazon. It's both in uh, hard, hard copy and digital, and it's also available uh, in audio format on audible.com. So all those are, are possible. And yeah, we, I mean, we can talk about training, ideation sessions, innovation projects, uh, you know, whatever it is, we're happy to talk to you and even give you advice. If you just want to call for advice, we're happy to do that as well. Yay. And that's awesome because audible.com is one of our sponsors. So thank you so much for being a part of today's show, Brian. And for those of you who are driving around without a pencil, never fear. Unlockyourwealthradio.com is here where you can visit Brian's show page and get all the linky links to his website, books, tapes, all of that good stuff. Stay tuned. We have so much more Unlock Your Wealth Radio coming up right after this. 
Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Welcome to the Unlock Your Wealth Update. Here's Heather Wagonhalls. Today's moneyism is more presidential wisdom. Never spend your money before you have it, according to Thomas Jefferson. I've always said you can pay interest or collect it. While this quote seeks to reinforce the great money management theory of spend less than you make, this moneyism can create excessive hoarding of cash in low-performing accounts due to its vagueness. Paying interest on items like meals you ate months ago or financing your Ferragamos to appear richer than you are are never a good thing. However, strategic leverage on asset-backed investments like real estate and collateral lending can be a great move if the interest paid on the money you borrow to start is minimal compared to the income and profit you receive from the investment. Wealth is awarded to the cautious investor, not the cowardly one. For more great resources to help you create unlimited wealth and happiness, visit our website at crackingyourmoneycode.com. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. I'm in the wagon halls. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on the Jiggy Jaguar radio network for your cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com. Attention, passengers. Please fasten your seatbelts as we are in for some turbulent weather ahead. Bill Thomason is the Valley's premier business coach. Bill can help you ride out the turbulence your business may encounter. Bill Thomason is the America's premier executive coach and strategist. Bill can help you create the life you will love living. Over more than a quarter century, Bill has helped thousands of people just like you to achieve success beyond what they had imagined. Now is the best time you will ever have to decide what you want and to take powerful action toward achieving the outcomes you desire in your life. Bill has studied the success patterns of the highly successful people, and he has provided coaching and training programs to small business people and to top Fortune 500 executives across the U.S. and Canada. Now you can benefit from Bill's experience. If you are like most people, you may just need the professional encouragement a coach can give and a real plan for creating the outcomes you say you want in life. Call Bill now, 602-321-7192 to schedule executive coaching sessions. Thank you for flying NLP Skills Training Institute. Work all day, stress all night, take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls here, and it is time for our money drama. Now, our moneyism had to do with our Thomas Jefferson quote, and it's never spend your money before you have it. And while that sounds good from a spending perspective, what we can draw from that is uh, a unilateral opinion that is never borrow. 
And borrowing isn't necessarily bad. Like I said, you can make interest or you can pay interest, but there is an opportunity to build wealth through real estate or collateralized investments that we miss out on if we don't even take the time to consider taking on that debt. Because the amount of money that you would pay on a mortgage is, even with an investor rate mortgage, is significantly less than what you would spend on rent for yourself. And if you use the keys to riches process and do our mastery program and learn how to invest in real estate, you'll find that you'll be able to live sometimes rent free in your own properties if you structure your transactions right. But the only way to do that is to take on the debt to begin with. And that's the problem with that I find with this quote is that, yeah, it sounds inherently good, but as kids, you know, when we get these money injunctions set upon us, we can kind of uh, distort or generalize them. And, and so the problem isn't in the saving part or, or, or saving up and delaying gratification and not spending. It's making a unilateral decision that all debt is bad. And that's the problem that we have with all sorts of things that we learned about money growing up. And that's why moneyisms and money dramas are so important to identify what it is. Because most of the, th- the things that we have uh, quirky about us when it comes to managing our money doesn't always have anything to do with money. It has to do with a unilateral statement that we encoded as kids, but didn't have the ability to rationalize or reason with it and figure it out and make a decision as to how it can apply to our lives. Because it's a great thing not to finance your your frivolities, if you will. Um, especially if you're paying interest now. Um, and interestingly enough, I guess you and I were talking on the break that there is a way to finance your frivolities and not pay interest using OPM. But uh, by and large, that takes quite a bit of effort for you to be able to pay attention. And you have to establish credit to be at that point. Right. You already have to have yeah. credit yeah. and, and you know, you, you got to make that first step. Yeah. And when you, when you have credit, you know, you... I'm not saying not use credit because I think credit is a wonderful thing, especially if you don't pay interest. And that's the beauty of an extension of credit is if you were planning on paying for it anyway, you could put it on your credit card and pay for it before the grace period is up. So you don't pay any interest. That's the beauty of it is don't pay any interest and have that flexibility. So you don't have to always have to walk around with a monster, you know, green bankroll in your pocket and you don't have to deal with whether or not you're going to get mugged or whether or not you're going to get the best terms because you know you see so many different stores especially now during the holidays everybody's giving you incentives to use their store credit card yeah and that could be a good thing to get bonuses and deals but you have to be vigilant and that's the question are you vigilant enough to monitor your credit and really make those savings worthwhile because it's not just about saving 10% if you use the Target card or the Walmart card. It's, okay, so I just saved 10%. Am I going to go spend it somewhere else or am I actually realize that savings? Am I going to set aside that 10% somewhere? And that's the key. And then if I do use this card, am I going to pay it off at the end of the month? And the key, I guess, in this moneyism and money drama is to ask yourself, uh, would I ordinarily pay this off? Uh, if I had cash, would I pay for it? And if the answer is yes, then you can go ahead and put it on your card and you just need to be, be disciplined enough to make sure that you make that payment. Because again, yeah. 
the better place to be in life is to be collecting interest rather than paying it. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. So we are now at our final key in our keys to riches, financial wellness, or no, our second to the final key in our Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, and that is practicing the three R's. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, thanks so much for stopping by. We hope we're enjoying the broadcast. And the Keys to Riches is a baker's dozen of financial concepts that not only teach you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money, it also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest, building wealth while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. And we do that one key at a time, one week at a time. And if you take a look at how far we've come, are you getting ready to orchestrate something? I saw you picking up. Yes. (laughs) Yes, conductor. I am watching. It's perfect. I love that. This is great. We are orchestrating (laughs) the broadcast as we, as we go along. Uh, The maestro has his, uh, his moolah stick out. His moolah baton as he orchestrates the show. So we have come from basically being in a position of denial uh, or avoidance about our financial position to not only accepting that we have issues or lacks of knowledge, but moving forward to analyze our finances, to create a plan for the near and midterm future for ourselves, and to learn ways in which we can manage our money and our emotions more effectively, and how to be structured and raise our resolve to be better money managers. And now we are at the third linchpin, if you will, in our review and re or I'm sorry, our, our three questions, which is where am I, where am I going and what's the difference? So this is the, what's the difference part and where am I was our, our, uh, original assessment. That's where we determined where we are. And we did that by creating a balance sheet. And then our, where am I going was our goals, our goal achievement strategy that we created. And now what's the difference is the ability to analyze and tweak said goals because life happens. And while we would prefer not to be knocked off track, it is uh, very easy to not let somebody deliberately knock us off track, but nudge us in the wrong direction. In addition to being nudged, and it's something that happens slowly and incrementally over time, catastrophic events beset us. And some of them have just initial issues and consequences and ramifications we have to deal with. And some of them have long-term life changes that we have to address. And it's just unfortunately the way it goes. And sometimes bad things happen to good people. And what we need to do is determine in this review, revise, and recommit to what degree it's affecting our ability to achieve our goals. And potentially re-strategize. So that's where these three pieces come in. First, we're going to review our monthly savings and spending plans, and we're going to create profit and loss statements from those. And then we're going to see, we're going to review our goals to see where it is that we wanted to be. And then we're going to measure how far 
away or how close to them we got or if we surpassed them. And then as we identify, had there been any life changes? Am I now expecting a baby? Did I have the loss of an income producing spouse? Was it due to an illness, an accident, an injury that's short term or is it a permanent thing that I lost this income producing spouse? Are they gone forever running with the angels? And so these things will have big impact on us. So this is the opportunity to revise our goals. It's not saying that we can't have these goals. We have to throw it all away. No, on second thought, we need to reconsider which ones are still really important to us because retirement is going to be required of us no matter what. And so while we may change our trip around the world, our life is still going to need and require retirement. And so we're just going to have to restructure how we do this. And as we have talked about in the past with our that crazy curmudgeon, and as we talk about in our Keys to Riches book, you know, we've got this guy to contend with. And because he's all about instant gratification, living in the now, what we have to do is recommit and get him all excited about pursuing these goals again. Because remember, he's short-sighted and he's all about in the now, seeking pleasure and avoiding pain in this moment. So those are your three R's and you need to practice these every quarter, just like we do every radio show season, every 90 days, you need to do this. And this is what takes a regular budget to being something successful for long-term money management because budgets and diets don't work because they're rigid and fixed. And this is why you need a healthy savings and spending plan instead. And you need to have the accountability portion worked in. So for more uh, key information, key action item, key affirmation. All you have to do is visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com. And for more in-depth information, interviews with money experts, uh, strategies, and members only tools to fix your credit, get out of debt, and have more money and, and then uh, have more money and happiness. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> do what other savvy listeners have and don't get tongue-tied, but visit unlockyourwealthradio.com where you go to get your money mind right, so your wealth and happiness will follow. Become an Insiders Club member today and start receiving the benefits of millionaire wisdom right now. Today's show was sponsored in part by LifeLock. Comprehensive identity theft protection from LifeLock helps safeguard your finances, credit, and good name. Receive your special offer for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners at unlockyourwealthradio.com slash LifeLock and protect your financial future now. For Unlock Your Wealth Radio and Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2013 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. 